Welcome to Feeling Asian, a podcast where two Asians talk about their feelings. I'm Young Me Mayor. And I'm Brian Park. And we have a great episode for you all this week. I feel like, Brian, I don't know if this is true. I feel like this person is making you nervous because this is up Brian's alley. This person's that- making me nervous. This person, <laughs> see, <laughs> listeners, you already know who this person is because you know how to read. And, you know, for a long time on this podcast, we treat it like a secret, but... If you can just read podcast titles, you know exactly who this person is. No, I'm nervous because I would say in high school, I definitely had, I, I you know, I had an interest in fashion. I had big fashion dreams. I was like, damn, it'd be sick if I got to work at GQ. But wow, yeah, you know, this is me being vulnerable here up top. But you know what, young man, I think we should just go right ahead and introduce this person that I'm incredibly nervous to introduce. Let's do <laughs> um, it. Let's do it. So, listeners, we have this week on the podcast an editor for GQ magazine. Give your ears for Yang Yi Go. How's it going? Was this all a ploy just so that you could pitch me some stories for the magazine? Because yeah, we could we could make that oh, happen yes. if you really want to. <laughs> well, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's trying to get a job. He's sick of the podcast world. Mm-hmm. He's ready for GQ. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Just the classic podcaster to media fashion elite pipeline. Mm-hmm. You know? Happens all the time. Yep. yep <laughs> it actually yep, does yep. happen more than you think, I probably. You know? Yeah, there's a who was it? The Red Scare pod the one of the hosts of Red Scare is on succession wow. now. So Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> like as an actor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As an actor, yeah. It's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we have so many things to talk to you about today. I have like I have a really funny thing that we didn't I don't think we sent to Oh I did, I did. Okay. I have a real we have a really <laughs> funny segment. Oh sorry, I was looking at the email. I'm really excited to do and I think the listeners will think it's really funny. Um Yeah. But yeah, I guess before we get to that and your interview, Brian, how are you feeling? Overall, very good vibes this week. A few things happened. I know I've already talked about it at length, but we had our live show, which was fucking sick. We yeah. sold it the fuck out, and it was a great show. And then I, I'm also happy because I recently reconnected with one of my childhood best friends who I haven't spoken to in over 10 years. Wow. He was visiting New York, wow. and he hit me up. Yeah. Cool. And it was great. It was so wonderful. And it left me... Uh, I'm really bad about keeping in touch with friends. And I, I definitely want to, you know, be more cognizant and conscientious about it going forward because it's always great to do that. I don't know why I, like, put up so many mental roadblocks to prevent myself from, like, you know, reaching out and reconnecting with people. Yeah. So I felt really good about that. And I've been watching a lot of the Winter Olympics. And oh, no. I mean, I don't know why, why? I said that. Why'd you I say what? I what? hate the Olympics. I feel like the Olympics are like what? some sort of. The Olympics are weird. Okay, it's. I feel like their time no, is done. The hard disagree. Hard I disagree. love the Asian people doing great on the Olympics. That's amazing. Asian Americans just, are know, fucking killing it in the Winter Olympics. Yeah, it's so weird. great to see. Shout out to Eileen Gu, Chloe Kim, Nathan Chen. It's fucking Chloe sick. Kim. I love it. I've been a fan of her for so long. No, I'm I'm very proud of them, <laughs> but I just think the Olympics in general are just kind of weird, you know? I don't know. That might be my uh, Oh, thing. I'm oh, I'm sorry. Just seeing peak athletic performance is <laughs> does that make me a bad person for enjoying it? I see it from both no, sides. I, you do? <laughs> I get it. Wait, yeah, do you I see what I mean? Sides. I'm a huge sports fan and I do enjoy watching the Olympics. It's like really fun to get into weird sports you otherwise would never watch like biathlon, right. I think, which is the, the one where you ski and, and shoot arrows at the same time. Or yeah. shoot guns? Is it 100%. shoot guns? I think it's shoot guns. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just yeah. like it's weird stuff cool like that. Sport. Curling, I'm, I, I get, I become a really big curling fan every four years. But at the I'm same time. I'm all about time, skeleton now. Yeah. Th- th- you know, there are, there What's have been skeleton? studies that prove that like the Olympics are usually economically terrible for the host city. Yes. Like afterwards, oh, really? you spend all this money to uh, mm. to create all this infrastructure and then it just like decimates the city afterwards where you don't use it you have these like massive yeah. you know stadiums and, and and swimming pool arenas and all these things that and just like sit empty and yeah tons of labor exploit exploitation that, that too, happens yes, to exactly. make these things happen <laughs> yeah 
But in spite of it all, I'm loving the Olympics. <laughs> no, I love like I love watching sports. I young, I was like that sport that you talked about, like when they're like skiing and shooting guns. I'm like, you're like, wow, that's a weird sport. But also, that was like entire our entire history before like twenty thousand years ago. It's like right. there was three hundred three hundred thousand years of us doing that, mm-hmm. and now it's like a funny sport. But I think my my issue with it is like it's like a big like weird court what do you even call it a corporation and it's like very mm-hmm. but wasn't there like some sort of like a like news story about how it was like very like corrupt oh yeah the like IOC that? is like, extremely yeah, yeah. corrupt oh, yeah. yeah absolutely there's, there's tons of yeah. corruption mm-hmm. in yeah. all sports but really I guess that's everything so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, a little corruption as a treat never hurt anyone <laughs> we can't get I still a, we stand can't get away by from the corruption fully yeah, support yeah. the Olympics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, everything I do, um, I'm always like, oh, it's so corrupt. And then I shop at like Amazon every day. Like, what am I talking about? Right, you know? Right, right. It was, you know, it was like uh, Willie Nelson taking a stand against Spotify and Joe Rogan and taking his talents over no, to Amazon. No, it was Neil Music. Young. <laughs> Neil Young. Neil, Neil Young. Young. <laughs> who was fa- Neil Young, famous for sleeping with children. Like, who the fuck is Neil Young to Wait, say anything? I don't is, know. Is that, is that Wait, what? Yeah, there's this apparently, um, no, it's like, it's in a (laughs) book. I think it was, uh, uh, God, it was like somebody like this from Sonic Youth, like the lead singer, Uh I think her book, she talks about how she met Neil Young and I really hope that it's this, that's the right band. And she was like, oh, here's this like, here's this like good guy, this hippy dippy guy. And then she like went on like tour with him and it was just like a bunch of 15 year olds that he was fucking and she was like what? oh wait this is still a man you know and she, it, it, she talks wow. about how it like really like broke her spirit because she was like this is a good guy but then you know what i mean oh, like man, that doesn't shocking. exist he's still a rock and roll star yeah yeah in the fucking you know, 90s breaking you know? news here on feeling asian podcast <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah breaking breaking five minutes into this podcast that's insane <laughs> neil young is a man apparently <laughs> he's just a man <laughs> Um, the, um but you know it's yeah like- yeah so that's how i'm feeling this week lots of uh positive vibes and uh yeah and some neil young cancel material s- sprinkled in there at the tail end of that but yeah that's how i'm feeling young me how are you feeling i feel i sort of mentioned something about that i am like i know that the <laughs> internet is very like everyone's canceled you're bad and you're good blah 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 but i'm so pa- like i feel like everyone is fucked up so like no offense to neil young fans out there like you know what I mean? Every no, there's nobody out there that's like a perfect person, and even the Joe Rogan thing. Like, I'm like, yeah, Joe Rogan sucks. Like, I'm not a big fan of him, but I don't think he's like a bad person. Like, I think he's a totally sweet, normal person. Like, whatever. And it's just he's in the public eye, and of course he's not perfect. And I don't want to be out here like I'm better than him or blah blah blah. Right? It's sort of. I just want to uh, make sure we don't lose the Joe Rogan. I just want to make fans. a disclaimer that if uh, Young Lee Mayor gets canceled, um, I am my own human. And so please <laughs> just evaluate me accordingly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I know how to take, I yeah, know I the know. internet's very rough. It's very like binary, but I, I know that people can, you know, whatever. We can be, we can do good and bad things and exist at the same time. I get it. Uh, I'm feeling, yeah. Sorry, for the record, Young Me, I, th- I think you're better than Joe Rogan. Just, Thank you very much. Yeah, just wanted to put that out there. Un- <laughs> Until there's like a, su- a super cut that comes out of me saying something really racist and you're going to be like, I was never friends with her. Yeah. <laughs> Always thought she was weird. I'm going to get an email from Yang like, hey, do you mind pulling down that episode? <laughs> <laughs> um, how am I feeling? I'm, I'm in a good mood today. The So... This is going to come out probably in a while, but right now we're recording in February and it's this one day that's like sunny and it feels like it's April. It's like, I think it's in the 50s. And I know we still have a bunch of winter left, but it's like, this always happens to me living in New York, I think, when winter starts to end. Uh, even though this is just like a global warming fluke day, I'm like, oh, like in soon there spring is actually going to come and i feel like every mm. year i forget right I'm oh like, yeah and then it always catches me by surprise and i'm like oh this is not always gonna be like this which is i think it's like a great life lesson you know when things are shitty you can't really it's like depression i guess it's like you're like this is it this is my life forever and then you're like oh wait not no it's not so the weather is making me realize that so i'm in a good mood Time to dust off that sundress. The Time streets are back, baby. <laughs> streets are opening up, baby. Time to dust off that sundress and 
I don't even know. Uh, I have like, I'm doing stand up this week and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, but we'll, we'll see, I guess. And I'm just like excited for <laughs> the future. I don't know. I don't know, Brian. Wow. This is great. Yeah. Not, we're getting an optimistic version of you. For once. This is a no. The, <laughs> the weather is really doing a number on like how I feel. And I feel like, you know, the older I get, the more I realize that. Also, speaking of getting old, I am so achy these days. Like when I wake up, every day I wake up, I feel like I've been hit by a fucking truck. Does anyone <laughs> like I don't know how old everyone is, but I'm like I'm 37 and I'm like, Ugh! like it feels like I'm like like rolling off of like the infirmary bed or something oh yeah Ugh. i get that 100 percent. i think yeah. as soon as i uh turn 30 just like my body will just break apart for no reason and it just is what it is it's like okay my eyes twitching uncontrollably yeah. for what has been three weeks now like i guess that's just how my body is going to be from now on and, <laughs> and it I'm is what so it is confused. i'm like what did i do why am i sore but then also I hate it when people are like, oh, you're in your 30s, you're old. Because I don't think being in your 30s is old. Okay, so I don't literally think you're what old I just did like right now. 50. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I did it too. But I'm saying, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you look at, like, I was just like, when you look at pictures of, like, celebrities and stuff, right, that were famous in the 70s, and then you see them in their yeah. 30s, they look exactly the same. They don't look old until they're, like, 50. They look the same until then. So I think it's ridiculous to be like, oh, we're old, but... Also, it hurts when I get out of bed in the morning. So how, how are you feeling, Young? Uh, I'm feeling good. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned to you guys before we started recording that I was in L.A. earlier this week, which was, uh, which was pleasant. Very nice. The weather was great. So I think I'm, I'm partially responsible for bringing the sunshine back to New York with me. Thank um, you. Wow. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Young. You're most you did welcome. It. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm just... It's been a busy, busy couple of weeks for me, but uh, things are starting to to look like I'm, you know, I'm gonna have a little more time to myself in the next little bit, which is good. So, I think it is 100% you, young, because it is. You know, yeah. I'd like the, to think the, that the like optimism to... and the hope is, is palpable <laughs> through the Zoom screen right now. Yeah. Yeah. Except why like, Feeling Asian podcast normally doesn't start off this upbeat. No. And no. Cheery. No, it does not. <laughs> Really I bring a I bring not. a polite Canadian energy with me everywhere I go. So yeah. Yes, the oh, Canadian wow. uh, vibe, good vibes. I feel I fully believe that. It's like um, it's the it's that it's that healthy um, free healthcare glow. Yeah, it's the deep deep seated uh, understanding that even if you get sick, you're not gonna go bankrupt. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it really does help. I recommend trying at some point. <laughs> it's a security that Americans just don't have. I guess, like you know. I mentioned this briefly up top, like I, I've had an interest in fashion, like since I was like in middle school mm -hmm. or in and in high school. And uh, I remember being teased a lot, like for being interested in fashion. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, were you interested in it from a young age? And like, did you experience something similar where people called into question your like, quote unquote, masculinity for being interested in it? And like, how has that sort of evolved over time for you? Yeah, that's interesting. I, um... I definitely have been interested in, in it for a long time. I think like you, I started, you know, reading um, magazines like GQ or Esquire and websites like yeah. Hypebeast when I was like in, in middle school, high school. And, and, and that really turned me on to style. Um, you know, I, I think like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure that, that I, got, I got teased here and there for, for my interest in it. But really, like, I think it was like seen by a lot of my peers as like cool that I, I, I mm. you know, chose to express myself enclosed in you know in a, in a different way and and pretty quickly late in high school and, and, and in college like I became you know that friend that you turn to like hey young like I, I need to buy a new suit like where should I go get that you know I need mm. an outfit for this first date like what should I wear and um yeah it, it became a helpful thing in, in some ways for a lot of people I think there's like a pretty funny story about like my interest in, in fashion like I, I played on the rugby team in uh in high school and mm -hmm. we went on this like uh, on this team trip to Scotland to play against a bunch of other high schools out there, and uh, we had this one day off in in Glasgow, mm -hmm. where uh, we were kind of allowed to roam around and, and shop or do whatever you wanted, and and we came back. Our whole team came back at the end of the day to the hotel, and, and we were all sharing like, "Oh, what'd you guys buy?" And and one by one, all these dudes in my team were like, "Oh, I got a Scottish rugby jersey," and they're like, "Oh, I got a Scottish <laughs> rugby jersey." I got, yeah. and then they came yeah. around to me. And they're like, Young, what did you get? And I was like, um, 
I got a uh, custom monogrammed Tattersall dress shirt made from this what? tailor that I found around nice. the corner. And everyone was like, what the hell? Nice. Like, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> like, so uh, cool. yeah, that's still a shirt that I have and wear. And like, I'm, I'm, I don't know how many of those dudes are still rocking their Scottish rugby jerseys from 2006 or whatever. So, so yeah. Yeah, you're definitely. Still, meanwhile, you're still rocking your custom monogram Tattersall. That's right. That's right. Shirt. You have the Let's eye. Go. Yeah, that's really interesting <laughs> to hear these two experiences, like from you and Brian, you know, mm-hmm. and like it, I really like hearing it because, um, you know, even like when I ask questions and interact with people, I'm coming from my perspective and it's like really nice to hear like, no, this was my experience. It's totally different than what you thought. And like I never right. did have an issue and my community never thought it was weird. So, yeah, it's really interesting. How how have people been responding to the uh, like how GQ has changed recently? Yeah, I think it's it, I think you can probably predict like what what some of the responses are. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. on the internet have been very like excited and mm-hmm. um, and encouraged by you know some of the the moves that that the magazine has been making. I'm sure like you know like like anything, there are a great number of trolls that would prefer that you know uh, GQ went back to to being a little bro or, or having a more, you know, like, um, very specific, rigid suits and ties image. Uh, yeah, but, sure. um, but I think, yeah, for the most part, like, you know, our audience continues to grow and, 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 um, and, you know, I think our, 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 and they, the people that, that love GQ, like love it even more because we have been, you know, really trying to push things forward. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've also noticed that shift because even like, interacting with your social media content you will feature more articles about you know like uh unisex fashion or Mm. um more uh gender fluid styles and but i think that's just more representative of the cultural conversation surrounding masculinity and how yeah even we have celebrities like celebrities now it's not that uncommon for them to wear like dresses and yeah way like maybe if it was like in the 90s it was probably only like i don't know david bowie and it was like a huge statement Mm -hmm. you know Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, on this podcast, uh, Youngmi and I, we often joke about how Asians have the best fashion drip. <laughs> and Young, we want to know, is this a sentiment that is shared at the GQ headquarters? Well, I can't speak for all of GQ, but I will say that personally, I do definitely share that sentiment. Um, yeah, I, I think I think totally. I think, uh, you know, if you just look at the the um, at the legacy of great Asian fashion designers from like Yoji Yamamoto to, uh, you know, Izzy Miyake to Jun Takahashi. And then, you know, there's like a lot of newer, younger Asian American designers that are absolutely killing it right now, like Sandy Liang. And, um, Mm. and there's a, a a label in LA called Good Fight that's run by a quartet of Asian Americans. That's incredible. Um, yeah, I think, I think Asians have long defined, you know, uh, like, you know, this essence of cool in fashion and, and a lot of Asian people that I, you know, that, that I interact with and that I know and love, like, um, all do have very distinct, very specific, um, points of view and, and, and senses of style. So I'm always like, you never, you know, like when you have a friend and you like invite them to dinner, you never have to worry about your Asian friends. They're not going to come in like right. cargo shorts and embarrass you. I'm like, we're going to dinner. We're going to go to Carbone and they're going to mm-hmm. get it and they're going to show up prepared. I feel like there'll be a sense of, That's yeah, all I'm going to say for about sure. That. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah, I just remember even in my undergrad experience, it was always the Asian international students who would just come so fitted oh, yeah. and like decked out. For 8 a.m. biochem lecture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like, nice. ah, yeah, that's that's my inspo. Yeah, right they there. have no other mode. <laughs> they just go hard all of the time, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no mode. They own zero sweatpants. <laughs> no. They're Balenciaga sweatpants if they are. Mm-hmm. It's like that the college the international college student to the Korean mom going to H Mart pipeline where she's wearing like stilettos and like has lipstick on and is like wearing an evening gown. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, we're that's never a underdressed. <laughs> yeah. And like another interesting observation, and this is just speaking for like men's fashion, wear, like menswear designers, mm-hmm. you know, in America, there's like Americana style, which is, you know, Levi's jeans and like kind of cowboy like imagery. Right. But even in Japan, there's so many labels that specialize in that. And I would argue they do it even better than America it's themselves. True. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's such a I wonderful found thing. That interesting. That's such a wonderful thing about Japanese culture, right? Is that um, they uh, are obsessive in some ways, right? And and it, when they when they latch onto something, when they when they find an interest in something, when a small community over there has an interest in it, they're so obsessive to the point that you're right. That's why some of the best denim in the world still comes from Japan because when they fell in love with vintage Levi's jeans and and American jeans from the early 20th century. Um, they bought up all of the machines to make that denim um, mm. and brought it yeah. over to Japan. And so the d- denim you get in Japan is still made the same way that a pair of like hard, you know, hard wearing Levi's would have been in like the 50s or 60s. Um, and uh, that's why, yeah, that's so they, just, they just take something he- that, that here we view as utilitarian and um, elevate it to like this level of art that you don't really find anywhere else in the world, which is kind of amazing. So. <sighs> I wish I could buy Japanese denim. Every time I go there and I try to like buy pants, there is no room for the butt. Not not saying anything, but the butt doesn't fit. In the, I can help you find some stuff. You know, I think I think there's there, there's some Japanese uh, jeans out there that that have like really sick wide legs that I'm super into. So yeah, we can oh, hook really? you up for sure. Yeah, oh, I love that. I guess uh, our next question for you is: What are the most common mistakes you see men make with their fashion slash style choices? And what do you think is the easiest thing men can do to improve? So this is targeted to our listeners who may not know as much about fashion or style or it feels very intimidating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what, what are your thoughts on all of this, Young? I mean, quite honestly, I think the number one mistake that I see men make or, or just the biggest issue is just that um, a lot of men, uh, you know, tend to get stuck in ruts, right? Where mm. uh, um, they... Yeah, they, they basically like they, they, they find something that's comfortable for them and they don't like to, to, to veer outside of that bubble. And, you know, and, it, and it's fine. You should feel comfortable in your clothes. You should feel, you know, you should wear things that make you feel like yourself and make you feel confident. But that doesn't mean, you know, uh, you should sequester yourself into this little corner of the fashion world and, 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 and say that, you know, I'm only going to wear these pants that I've owned for like 10 or 15 years and only these shirts because like that's all I know and I'm and I don't want to try anything new or outside of that. I think there's a way to, you know, have fun with your style and open yourself up a little bit more and and really figure out and use it as a, you know, use it as as a way to express yourself and and a way to uh to make yourself feel even more like you than you already do mm. in some ways, right? I think like um, yeah, there's just this level of, t- of, of, uh, of timidness that you see, uh, with a lot of men where, mm. where you're right, where they feel intimidated by clothes, they feel intimidated by, mm-hmm. by the world of fashion or of style. And, um, and they just sort of like clam up a little bit and, 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 and don't, you know, don't try anything. Yeah. New, so, yeah, there's like, there's so much psychology, I think, behind fashion. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. treat it like this, like, oh, like frivolous, like who cares? No one's thinking about this thing. Right. But like like what you said, like just picking an outfit that uh, is different than what you wear all the time. It's like it's kind of like daunting to people. Sure. It's like it stirs up a lot of emotion and anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting why that is, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. You know, I, I think in general that is uh, a great observation because... For most men, like we can be more experimental with our clothes. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be entirely like practical and utilitarian. And fashion is supposed to be fun, and it's like another outlet for you to express yourself. But after a certain point, I feel that if your reputation precedes you, then the converse then becomes true. Like for instance, take let's take someone for like Steve Jobs, where right. he was famously known for only wearing the same thing all the time. Just Levi's jeans, some New Balance, and like throw on like a black turtleneck. Mm-hmm. And he, by definition, is someone who isn't really experimenting. He's just doing the same thing right. over and over again. But then like, because he's Steve Jobs, then suddenly in the fashion zeitgeist, it becomes like, oh, iconic status. Like you're a style god for sticking to your guns yeah i suppose that's true i think like in the case of steve jobs you know um first of all like that's just a good fit you know like like in some ways (laughs) like like he picked three very iconic things that will that will never go out of style like uh, you know a a clean black turtleneck uh levi's jeans always cool and like new balance sneakers like very comfortable very practical very cool and that works for him yeah, I, I don't even necessarily think that that like what I'm saying is to like like oh you should be constantly trying new things you should constantly be putting yourself out there. 
I think it's yeah. just yeah. that like a lot of men haven't even taken that first step to figuring out who they are style wise, right? Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. like they've just had this yeah. like this these crumpled button downs or or whatever, like these these old t shirts that they've had since college and you know, yep. and these sort of like these like kind of frumpy uh khakis and, and then and mm-hmm. then they're like oh, I'm not a fashion person, so this is all that I know how to wear and this is what I'm going to continue wearing and I never want to shop for clothes because it's intimidating and it's scary and it makes me feel bad. Um, They haven't gone that step to even even get to that Steve Jobs level where, where they find out, Oh, this is who I am style wise. This is what I want to project to the world and and I'm going to just keep doing that. Like, you know what I mean? So Yeah, I get that. Cuz Steve yeah. Jobs, that was like a that was a intentional he like you said, he That's found right. something and he like took the steps to find something mm-hmm. and then he stuck with that. But yeah. a lot of people, it sounds like what you're saying is like they don't even yeah. want to venture into that. They're just for like, sure. "Oh, here's the pants." Yeah, you know? I think intention is <laughs> like the perfect word for that. <laughs> I got my Allbirds and I'm good right. to go forever. Right, right. Or, yeah, or, or and there they, is you know, so much psycho. Yeah. Or, or worse, like you know, they subscribe to a uniform out of, um, you know, out of like some sort of, uh, of, out of you know, feeling like a follower rather than be, you know being a like a leader in the way that Steve Jobs might have in the way that he innovated with his right. with his clothing. Like it's like it's like you know you just saying Allbirds makes me think of like yeah how often are you on the are are you on the subway and you see like seven finance bros wearing the same like Patagonia vest yep. with their company's logo on it and like and like a pair of Allbirds because they just want to fit in it's like out of conformity rather than out of some sense of personal expression right so. yeah yeah there's so much psychology like there's so right. much fear in it embedded in it and I think like what you were saying like the big issue is like just letting that fear take over you know and just I feel like especially with men it's like if you try with fashion there's like people are going to be like, oh, what are you doing? You know, like, there's, like, a lot right, of, like, right. weird shame and, like... Yeah. 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 I I would say nowadays I've definitely muted my style and my adventurousness with my fashion mm-hmm. because, you know, when I was younger, I was, I was more experimental and I liked being a bit louder and, like, making a statement. And I followed trends more closely then. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've noticed is... When I look back on all my old photos, it just makes me cringe so much. Right. I was like God, really? following trends so closely. Oh. I'm like, oh, this looks, oh, this aged terribly. It looks dated or look it looks at- like of that era. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you ever, have you like experienced that with your own like style, I guess your quote unquote like style sensibility or like journey? Because oh, sure. it sounds like yeah. you like to play around. I do like to play around. I do like to experiment a little bit. Like I think like. But like, yeah, like anybody, I look back on old photos and I'm like, what am I, what, what am I doing back then? Right. But like, I think that's natural and it's like kind of fun, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that some things can look so of their era. Like, you know, like, like, wouldn't it be less fun? Like when you look at old photos of your parents, for instance, you know, and you, you find those, mm-hmm. those cool photos and like, it's the sixties and they're wearing like those thick sixties glasses and these like mm-hmm. really cool pants or whatever it is. Like, like, wouldn't it be like way more boring if like every single decade people just dressed like in the same simple clothes that were always in style, you know, like I think that's kind of part of the fun in some ways. Right. But Mm. I I think, I I think I hear you what what you're saying in terms of like toning down your style as you get older. And I think that's perfectly natural and perfectly cool. Like, like what, like I said, it's like whatever works for you, whatever's going to make you feel the most comfortable and confident. And if that means like toning things down a little bit, taking a step back, wearing some more, you know, basics and essentials, like then that's great. Like that totally works. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Brian, you're so, finding your Steve Jobs look. That's right. Yeah, you're settling Coming into no, your I, Steve Jobs era. I'm, I'm on the cusp of Nirvana here, but to what Yang just said, maybe my kids one day will look back on 20-year-old me who went to lots of EDM raves and loved oh, no. Steve Aoki, <laughs> just wearing my like fucking like cr- oversized Crystal Castles t-shirt no. with like a neon <laughs> headband over my Justin Bieber haircut. They'd be like, yeah, that was sick, dad. Well, Ugh. yeah, or even if they don't think it's sick, at wow. least they'll think at least they'll think it's funny too, and like that's that's more interesting. You know, it's it's it, it, it's it's more interesting to be funny than than to you know to that's just true. be wearing something plain. So yeah, I have to oh say, God. your I mean, parents' old pictures always look good, but my old pictures always like I've never seen like a bad fashion thing that my parents were wearing. I don't know what what's going on with that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, Youngmi. You're pretty experimental. Like, do you? have any did you have any phases where you look back and you're like what was i fucking thinking um no because i feel like 
I, I just like, I don't know. I think maybe I have like so much body dysmorphia that I can't even see my outfit. I'm just like, I, my <laughs> face looks stupid or something. I, and also I don't think I really dressed that. I dressed very muted throughout my twenties. I think now I'm like hitting this, like this, like uh rebirth of just wearing whatever the hell I want. And I think part, of, I think I, and also I dress like kind of ironically. I think part of it is it's like supposed to be stupid. So it's like, do you know what I mean? So yeah, I feel yeah, yeah. like if somebody was like, you look stupid. I'm like, I know I'm, that's what I'm doing. That's my thing. You know, <laughs> I don't know. You don't look stupid. <laughs> just for the record. Neither, neither of you do. You both look great. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank um, you. Thank you. Wow. But I mean, you just brought up how, you know, usually when we look at old photos of our parents, they don't yeah. really, it doesn't really come off the same way. It's like, they always they look cool, you know? They always look cool, I personally, I think. Yeah, and uh, I think we should take a moment and discuss some underrated fashion icons. And for this specific episode, I think we should discuss Asian dads. I just want to go on the record underrated. and say, very underrated fashion icons are Asian dads, okay? So, you know, I have old photos of my dad. He always looks sharp in his suit, timeless, looks great. Now, my dad's a little bit older now, and I think with most, you know, a lot of elderly Asians, they sort of get really into outdoor gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots oh my of God, like they love it. Rain, rain, rain jackets and like hiking boots. Right now, that's very of the moment. It's extremely in right now. Yeah. Extremely in right now. And I think we got to take a moment and give a shout out to all the elderly Asians because those they're the early adopters. They called of, it. For sure. They called it. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, th- I think in general, like if you want to find out what people are going to be wearing like three to four years from now, just walk around Chinatown and look at any elderly Asian person, you know, yeah. male or female or otherwise, like, like. Older Asian people just have it, right? And it's like they're dressing from it's it's like I, I would assume that a lot of them are dressing from a place of practicality. Like these are just the clothes that I have right now and I'm gonna put them on and like go about my day and like go to the market or go run these errands or whatever it is. But like it looks like such a, like, you know, it has that sense of like of um of like cool just um just self-expression right like like it's yeah it's all these weird layers that shouldn't go together or work together and it all just kind of works and um yeah man like like you can learn so much from watching older asian people i feel like it's like the first rule of fashion they're just like don't give a fuck and they're that's confident. right that's right that's it's effortless. It always looks fucking good they're it's like, completely effortless it looks like there was no thought put into it and like that makes it so fucking cool yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's so funny. That's so true. But the fact uh, that I know this now means that I am like too conscious. So it inherently makes it uncool. <laughs> if I'm like yeah. studying, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's uh, that's antithetical to what we just to the elderly Asian mindset of I'm going practicality first. I don't give a fuck. This is comfortable. Well, I mean, I think there's a reason like it, it it'll take you until you're in your 50s or 60s to get there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you need to have lived, you have to have lived it's a real mental. life to get to that, like, yeah. level of, like, no fucks given, right? So. I agree. Yeah. yeah. You have yeah. to have uh, immigrated to a new country. and That's right. Experienced some, some real hard generational yeah. trauma <laughs> to reach that nirvana. You can't fake that. You, <laughs> you can't, can't fake, fake that. that. <laughs> okay, just like for, uh, I know a lot of times this happens, like, if you are, like, a straight woman and you start dating a straight man, and mm-hmm. then you try to, like, Rest them what are your thoughts on that like uh the, yeah yeah i i don't love that like i think yeah well you know what i don't i don't think it's bad for the, the for your partner to to have an interest in 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 you looking your best and wanting to mm-hmm. encourage you to look your best i think like yeah. i think like any one person prescribing another person like like this is what you should be wearing right now is maybe like there's like some something problematic about that like i think like yeah i think like it's it's fine to be to help someone on their on their like you know individual style journey and like encourage them towards figuring out what's what works for them but like the idea of like someone you know of someone's partner just buying them their wardrobe and saying this Mm -hmm. is what you're going to be wearing from now on seems like kind of an issue to me or just not not that fun yeah. Because the, the reason why I ask is because I feel like a lot of times I have been in relationships with um, like men. They, mm. 
there is this period where they're like they're kind of like oh like can you help me like and it kind of reminded me of what you were saying like a lot of people are too like scared or they can't they can't Mm -hmm. really do it on their own so i think a lot of like men do ask that when they're in relationships or there's something like that you know which is very different than me being like wear this right i think asking (laughs) for help is totally cool and totally great i mean i i would think of what what i do and what my team does at gq recommends uh which is like our um you know our our platform at at gq that that offers up that kind of advice and, and those those styling tips and like you know, trend reports and all that kind of stuff. Like that's what, that's what we're there for too, right? We're, we're there to offer mm-hmm. a helping hand and to like show you what the possibilities are. And then from there, it's like kind of up to you to decide whether you're willing to try mm-hmm. something or whether, you know, it feels right for you or, or whatever the case might be. So, yeah. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, I think like the magazine is, yeah, that it, do you think that that's like a big part of role of like that they play in society, I guess? Like, yeah, definitely. Too? I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think it's yeah. our job to, to basically show you what's out there, right? Like, here's what's happening mm-hmm. in fashion. Here's what people are wearing. Here's what we think is cool. Here's how to pull it off and how to do it and, and where to find it. And then the rest is up yeah. to you, right, to make it your own. So so in the coming year in 2022, what do you think is going to pop off? What What is going to become big oh, yeah. amongst the masses? Oh, man. You know, I, yeah, I actually did like a, uh, a little um, 2022 trend report uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, but you know, when I do those things, it so quickly, uh, devolves into just like, what am I feeling? What am I wearing right now? And like, mm. what, what, what do I think sure. is, is cool? Um, I've been wearing personally, like wearing a lot of vests lately, whether that's like sweater vests or, um, you know, like, like cardigan vests, uh, things oh. without sleeves, like over t-shirts, over button downs. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling that vibe right now. Um, I'm really into like actually what I'm wearing right now, which is like, uh, like sort of long sleeve polos that have like a full placket that goes down to the bottom. Like I think that's kind of Ooh. that's kind of fun and cool. Ooh, um, okay. and, and feels nice. Like uh, it just like yeah, it's like a, it's like a cool look that I've been I've been enjoying. It like it's like a very simple thing to throw on, and and, and you know I feel good and confident in it. Um, I think so uh, college professor aesthetic is on the come up. Yeah, I, I would say so, or at least in, in this household. Yeah, sweater vest. Um, you know, I think men in jewelry has been like a big cool thing that's been happening over the last couple of years. Um, you've, you've been seeing guys like going beyond just wearing like a simple, um, like gold or silver chain and like moving into, mm-hmm. you know, dudes wearing pearls and, um, dudes experimenting mm-hmm. with, uh, with different styles of rings and earrings. And, and that's been such a cool, heartening thing to see. And I think like, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to only grow even bigger this year. And I think like, uh, uh, both like literally and figuratively, because I think like thick, chains and, and thick jewelry mm. is going to be a big thing for dudes this year um that's something that i'm personally feeling a lot right now so brian is like furiously writing all this down he's just like <laughs> <laughs> this is, tomorrow this is the, he's gonna be <laughs> this is the most i've ever paid attention in years <laughs> i took an adderall for this episode <laughs> gonna show up tomorrow wearing all of those things <laughs> um fashion's pretty cyclical Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, you know I've realized with age that I mean it's like t- eating it's turning in on itself at this point because absolutely I see on TikTok I see on TikTok now they're like we're in the early like 2010s I'm like what that that was like yesterday like, where, <laughs> yeah, where do we go from here <laughs> like that's too recent you know I thought yeah, we were just crazy. doing the whole 80s shit um, mm-hmm. so puka shell necklaces are going to come back soon is mm-hmm. what we're going to predict there are there definitely already for... are like gen z's wearing puka shell necklaces like it's a yeah. thing yeah 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 oh, oh damn so, so late i'm late today. to the game <laughs> i'm being late. <laughs> well, they're, they're just they're damn. early you're not late you're, they're, they're early yeah and then uh skinny jeans are coming back <laughs> eventually they will i think i think they're still a few years off like i think the skinny jean uh, era lasted a lot longer than anyone anticipated and and therefore um it sure did it's going to be a while before they're fully fully back in but yeah yeah i mean again but again like like trends all that kind of stuff like it, it doesn't really matter it's like whatever you think looks good on your body and like whatever makes you feel the best is like what's what's cool right so mm-hmm. um like yeah. I don't think Lenny Kravitz has ever given up on skinny jeans and he was wearing them long nope. before everyone else and he never will stop wearing them and I wouldn't want him to like it wouldn't feel like Lenny if he was suddenly you know out here in like some like some um Carhartt yeah bootleg Wide leg pants boot cut, <laughs> bootleg boot yeah, cut jeans oh he does wear, I feel like he does 
Lenny she's Kravitz walking, has had yeah. some. Uh, he's had some fashion moments. Is all I'm going to say. Absolutely, he's an that. icon. He's had he's some. A, moments. He's a fashion icon. Yeah, but I will say that the skinny jean era was not kind to my body because it was probably a good two, yeah, a good two three years where I was just doing so much damage. Oh yeah, there's, to my there's, there's too much power in these thighs for for skinny jeans. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, I would read these forums and they're like, you're supposed to size down four sizes because mm-hmm. they stretch out. And meanwhile, like my balls are getting mangled. Yeah, in the I, had, I had that exact problem for a very long time, but it took me a long time to realize that skinny jeans weren't for me and that. Because I had it, I had it doubly worse. Because I, you know, I was an emo kid, and I was, oh. I was really into fashion. So like, I was like, I really need to be wearing tight pants, and and it was not the look for me. It just did not work <laughs> for my body. Yeah. Wow, so many layers, young. So was you were a rugby, you anyone? were an emo, emo rugby player. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> I was into fashion. Wow. <laughs> wow, so many layers. Um, <laughs> young, I think it's time to do oh uh, our next segment. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to share. Well, let's see. Let's see if I can. Okay, let me do this first. Let me share my screen. So the next segment, everyone, if you're um, listening to the podcast, you might want to pop over to YouTube because I'm going to do this segment. I'm going to call it Young Rate My Son's Drip. My son is seven years old. Amazing. He's very fashion forward. The young fashion god. A young fashion. on, I'm going to be very it. honest with you. I do not dress him. His dad dresses him. So I don't really even know <laughs> the stuff that he wears. Okay. Um, okay. When If I can figure out how to share my screen, this will happen. So here we go. This is number one. Wow. This is the most recent one. That's wow. incredible. Yeah. That puffer jacket Great. is out of this world. What All would right, you say? Bro, out let's... of, a, I guess, one to ten. Oh, yeah. I'll describe it. He's wearing a Sandy Liang puffer jacket. It's like the cherry blossom one, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think those are Oakleys. Khaki. Like low profile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> khaki. Uh, khaki. What are those? Cargo, Cargo pants. pants. And, tim- and t- some timber- black Tims. Tims. Black Tims. Yeah. This is. Well, rating one. Uh, yeah. This is okay. tough. This is like pure, like downtown New York cool. This is an 11 out of 10 easily. 11 wow. out of 10. Wow. Right, nice. right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. 11 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Asian I don't American. think it's Wait. gonna go any lower than that, though. Based on this, based on this opening gambit, like I feel like, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's Wait, a young strong. Me, is this, yeah. Sorry, is this the cherry blossom puffer that you said Mino like? You made, he was like made fun of for it. He was made fun. Here, let me show you the tweet because I put the tweet in. Um. So this is a tweet that went viral. It mm-hmm. was like he he wore it to school and some kid made fun of him. But the funny part is that he's the kid tried to get everybody to join in, and the other <laughs> classmates were like, "Why is that funny? Yeah, we don't like, get no, it." He looks sick. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> obviously, yeah, obviously yeah. that so kid is just whack, jealous, dude. right? Like, there's like, there's no other explanation. <laughs> that kid just doesn't have la- the, doesn't have the confidence or the swagger to pull that off, and so yeah, I find it really heartwarming though, because it goes to show how. Like younger kids are so much more inclusive now. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. To them, Absolutely. it really isn't that odd. You know, they think the jacket is sick good for them. Like, yeah, good for them. Yeah, but I could think of when, like, at a time when I was younger, I probably would like I wouldn't have the comp for one wouldn't have the confidence to pull off a jacket like this. But two, it wouldn't be that outrageous of a scenario to like make fun of a kid who wore like a pink puffer like this. <laughs> yeah, I think it depends on where you grow up. But I think like growing up in New York City, like you're exposed to so much cool stuff and like. That's how you end up oh, with a seven-year-old sure. dressing as well as he does. Yeah, yeah. But good wow. for those so right kids. Out the gate. <laughs> Ge- I think they're called they're called Generation Alpha. I think mm-hmm. somebody told me. Okay, mm, this is the second name. one. <laughs> this is I thought it was funny. This is his face. I love this. He's a uh, he's. Uh, this is not really an outfit, but I thought this was funny. This one oh, is at the go. airport. Oh, wow. his airport drip. <laughs> yeah. You know, wow. there's a long like history of great airport style, um, and this is really right up there. This is awesome. Um, I'm loving, first of all, hold on, I need to zoom in a little bit here so I can see better. But I'm loving the length of his hair. First of all, that like that that oh jumps God, out to me mullet. immediately. So it's a dope mullet. Um, 
You know where they love what the most? Really is, he's is so oh, he's wearing, he has oh my such God. good style. Wait, wait. Yeah, he's, he's wearing pearls and a vest in this picture. <gasps> there you go. See, he's right pearls on. Pearls yeah. and a vest. He's speaking wow. my language. Yeah, this is style like a, this icon. is this has to be like a fourteen out of ten. Like like just everything wow, about this is perfect. Yeah, I'm loving this look. I want to. I'm gonna go out and copy this look tomorrow probably. The, yeah, those again, this is all are so sick. That that like fishing vest is amazing. Yeah, the New Balance. Um, and then is that like a plaid jacket or shirt that he's wearing underneath too? Yes, it's like a flannel coat or something. Wow, yeah, flannel coat and camel uh, next level. Young, young. What is it about airports that high like that oh, serves yeah. as a like a place to highlight? Because I, I I know what you mean by yeah. like, certain celebrities being captured in iconic fits like mm-hmm. at the airport. But what is it about it? I don't know. I think? I think it's like you know you have this feeling of you're going somewhere, right? And and also yeah. it's like it's like this mix of like the excitement of going somewhere. You want to land in this new place with like a lot of new <laughs> possibilities, like looking and feeling your best. But also it like there's this element of, of practicality that comes into play because it's like, oh, maybe I don't want to pack this heavy jacket or this heavy sweater. Yeah. So I'm going to wear it on my body. Sure. And like that's like a really great mix of energies that, that results in some, uh-huh. like, some mm. next level fits that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Me it's like that layering. Oh my gosh. Wow. This one is incredible too. Um, oh, yeah, so, here we go. yeah. I don't, I don't know if you guys <laughs> even actually know this about me. I'm a big proponent of the male crop top. Um, nice. I, uh, me too. I did like a week long experiment, uh, wearing them for, for GQ last year. That, that was, uh, was kind of crazy, but, but fun to do. Wow. And, um, did you get a lot of comments when you rock the crop top last year in person not as many as you would think um i was like walking around outdoors and like you know people would like like look or whatever but like i didn't get a like like, or some people would be like hey that looks great but like not as many comments as you would think i think because again like we live in new york like people are just used to seeing people wearing whatever they want um but on on when it went on gq's instagram it did like uh it did pop off in the comment section a little bit it was kind of it was kind of nuts but um wow mostly positive it was it was fun with your crop top (laughs) i was gonna say the crop top i think is so attractive Mm -hmm. that's like you know like the i know that there's like so many conversations about the male gaze versus the female gaze and like i feel like most people who are attracted to men men or or men or women, mm-hmm. we're we're big into the crop top. If you're a man and wearing a crop, yeah, that definitely you know? shows a level so of like comfort with your body and like confidence that like is like you know inherently sexy, right? So yeah, that belly coming out is hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this is this is sorry, I I don't know if you can see. This is an example of how I dress him. I just threw this in here because of the Korean H Mart yeah. uh, leggings. I think that looks great too. <laughs> yeah, I love like the the fact that he's wearing these like you know these bit loafers with this like super casual look that's like something that i do all the time like i i'll just like throw on sweats and some jeans and then like and then like have these like kind of fancy shoes to offset it all and so i think that like kind of high low mix is like really working for him here it looks great plus you know is that is that a hot dog that he's eating as well or is that no that's a donut oh it's a donut great (laughs) same thing same thing (laughs) yeah you know like like Um, like i think there's this uh there's this like like sort of famous timothy chalamet um Timothy Chalamet red carpet look where he just has like a little Eiffel Tower, uh, Eiffel Tower um, keychain dangling from his finger. And like that, yeah. brought, like an otherwise sort of like, like boring uh, red carpet look to like a, this whole other level. And I think that the donut and, uh, and green truck are really doing a lot of work here to like make this like, you know, to, to like sort of expand <laughs> wow. your mind. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Mino is a fashion he icon. He really is. Yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, the truck is an accessory. It's not a toy. It's no, an accessory. no, He's no. It's an the accessory. Truck, like yes, how Timothy correct. Chalamet yeah. was holding that's that. That's intentional. That's like piece of look here. Yeah, that's some god tier style right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's. I don't know how much time we have. Do you want to do like one more? Sure. I let's guess, do one more. Can you see this one? Yeah, that's cool. Can you see? Okay. Oh yeah. This one's just like the. I feel like this is like this is his dad. This is one hundred percent Mino's dad. Mm. He's putting him in his clothes. Right. The, like fashion, <laughs> fashion stuff. Yeah, that feels like a very quintessential cool New York kid. Like, the, like that's the kid that I see on the sidewalk sometimes, and I'm like intimidated by them. Like, I'm a little scared <laughs> at how cool a kid like that is. You know, like I don't know what they're gonna say yeah. to me or how they're gonna judge me or like you know like if they're gonna push me around. Like, there's so much attitude oozing from this photo that it's like a little bit intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> That's that is very. He's holding funny. a little <laughs> truck. You can't see it as an accessory. Oh, of course. Yeah, there, there you go again. Yeah, just, just yeah. like he, he knows. Yeah, 
he knows how to accessorize right. wow. with flair. All right, that was it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to uh, saying how Mino like whenever he, if he's holding a toy in public, I'm gonna be like, yeah, that's a fashion accessory. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not his. He's not playing with that. That's right. That's right. Um, he's not playing around at all. <laughs> Youngman, you pointed out that you and uh, your ex husband like dress Mino. Yeah, Does, is Mino interested in it himself? No, not at all. One hundred percent doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Which is exactly Which is, exactly yeah. what we were just saying about elderly Asian people. They like give yes. no shits. They ha- they're all attitude, and they're just like they don't yeah. care what they're wearing. But that's why it looks amazing. I think that's like part of the magic here with Mino as well. He doesn't give a shit. Mm. Well, because my friends like they have kids that are the same age, and they're like, oh my god, every time we leave the house, it's like an hour. Uh, like we have to argue for an hour because they have to find their perfect outfit, and they don't want to <laughs> yeah. wear what yeah. I want. Like I want to put the seven year old in this, and they don't want to wear. It. And I'm like, what? Mino has not even one time <laughs> even noticed. Like I'll just put stuff on. On him and he's just like you know what i mean so for our listeners who are intimidated by fashion i think it's a great jumping off point for y'all just don't care too much but also just have fun with it experiment yeah, absolutely and at the end of the day it should make you feel like your best self um but we're going to transition into our next part of the podcast where we get to know you a little bit on a more deeper level young and uh first off awesome we're going to hit you with what is something you're loving right now uh, you know, I, I love, I've been really loving, uh, I've been really getting into sort of the, uh, the bootleg tea community. I don't know how much you guys are aware of, like, there's all these people making, uh, t-shirts, like bootleg t-shirts for their favorite movies, their favorite bands, their favorite personalities. And they're so sick. Like, you know, it's like, it, um, uh, you know, a, a good person that I like perfect for this podcast really is. There's a guy named Matthew v, uh, Vu, V-U, um, who's out in the uh-huh. Bay, and he makes these incredible t-shirts that sort of honor um, Asian icons and Asian American icons. Like, uh, he made he made this uh, this t-shirt for, like, Jin, the rapper, that, that I think is really cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. He made oh, a really dope uh, Lin, Lin Sanity t-shirt recently. Uh, he, he made <laughs> a, a John Woo hat uh, that, that I think is really cool, too, so... Um, yeah, that's something that I've been, I've been getting really into. It's like a really dope way to like, to show off your taste a little bit and, and like, you know, um, and, and wear what you love. So. Wow. I love that. That sounds so Young cool. Me, yeah. A light bulb moment just went off for me. So, what, what? uh, Young, we're, we're Young me and I are in the midst of producing some merch for this podcast. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And maybe, maybe we should make some bootleg feeling Asian merch. Well, someone else bootleg. has to do that, right? Like, uh, otherwise yeah, someone else has to it's, do it's it. official okay. still coming okay. from you, but that's. Yeah, merch merch in general is really dope, and, and I'm sure you guys will kill it with your with your merch designs. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. What what if okay, we so yeah we'll what just, if we we'll ask put out a design, <laughs> but mm-hmm. the real heavy hitting merch is the bootleg merch that comes. Out, <laughs> yeah, that's out right. Of that's it. right. When your fans start making merch on the side that you do not benefit financially <laughs> from whatsoever, that's that's when you know you've made it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let them sell it on our website and so that they can like make money off it. We'll be like, thank you for making the bootleg merch. <laughs> Once I made a shirt that just said Harrison Ford on it and I, I like, yeah. I just wrote the word Harrison Ford so on a killer. shirt and I swear it was my favorite shirt for yeah. years. <laughs> uh, conversely, what is something you're hating right now? Um, I just watched, um, I watched uh, the Boba Fett TV show and it was really terrible, but um <gasps> I, yeah, for some reason I, I, uh, I, I just sat through the whole thing and it was boring and didn't really go anywhere and I was not a fan of it whatsoever. So, Are you a big Star Wars guy? In general, yeah, I, I am. I'm a, I'm a bit of a geek about most things like that. Like I, li- I like Star Wars. I'm a big Star Trek person. Um, I grew up reading comic books. So uh, yeah, and, and sometimes just out of like a, a, a sheer level of like uh, of, of commitment of just feeling like I'm mm-hmm. a bit of a completist. I need to, I feel the need to see these things through to the end, but this was one I probably could have given up on early. So <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Don't watch this show. Yeah. And... Wow. I think, that, but yeah, that's interesting. So you never, so the same thing with books, even if you hate a book, you're going to finish it till the end. Um, yeah, most likely I will. Oh, I, really? I, I tend to, I, wow. I, I'm a bit of a, like I, I read pretty quickly in general. So I think like, um, I'll just kind of like ugh my way through it and just, you know, just get it over with. Yeah. So I, I know that like, ugh, definitively way. I can, I can not recommend it to people or, 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 um, or no. Yeah. I just know that it doesn't get better. So that's so I'm funny. I'm like the opposite. I, Even if I love yeah. a book, I'll be like, I'm not going to read another page of this. <laughs> yeah. I'm too tired. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite too. Like, my girlfriend hates this about me, but let's say it'll, it's late and we want to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, it, it, if we stay through and finish the whole thing, it's going to be like three in the morning. So I'll, I'll always be like, do you want to like watch like 20 minutes of this and then go to bed? Yeah. My girlfriend's like, you're a fucking, like, what? Like, I don't want to watch Started at all if you're going to be like right, that. Right. My girlfriend's yeah, yeah. a little bit like that too. Uh, it is definitely a point of contention. If we start watching a movie, I want to watch the whole movie. And, and she's like, it's okay oh if God. I fall asleep and you finish watching. And I'm like, no, I want us both to experience the whole thing so we can talk about it. Otherwise, I'll know what happens and you won't. And then it'll be like this weird, you know, like, like just incompletion. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so fun. That reminds me of a meme that like made commitment. me crack up and it was like you want to show like you're really excited to show someone uh, a movie and then your friend like gets up to go to the bathroom and oh, they're yeah. like, okay, I'll pause it for you. And they're like, no, it's all good. Like, keep it going. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Back. That's like a dagger to my heart. Hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, Heartbreaking. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, th- that brings us to our next juicy question. So for our listeners, if you want to hear Young's response to this. You're going to have to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash feeling Asian. And, you know, Young Lee and I, we're entrepreneurs. We're we're business people. We do this on yeah. purpose because yep. this is the Mess juicy shit. This is the good yeah. shit. So, Young, what is something you're ashamed of? Something that I'm ashamed of. Um... Well, Young... Uh, this has been so much fun. Thanks for being so open and having fun with us on the podcast and writing some fits. But before we let you go, we like to ask this one last question to all of our guests. And that is, what is something you are proud of? Um, yeah, I mean, very quickly, I think there's a couple things that come to mind for me, like professionally, what I, what I'm, I'm most proud of, uh, in my, in my job is that, um, you know, I, I love being able to use uh, the platform that I have at GQ to uh, to give smaller brands, especially, you know, brands that are owned by Asians or Asian Americans mm-hmm. and uh, and Canadians, because uh, I'm from there, too, um, uh, like their GQ moment. Mm-hmm. Like I love to give like yeah. small independent labels uh, their first shot uh, at, at, at being on GQ and, and, and just sort of, uh, you know, the reactions that people that people get that that that, like the nice messages i get like sort of it's like it really Mm -hmm. makes it worth it like it makes me feel uh really good that i'm able to to sort of like to to use it in a positive way um so that's one thing that i'm really proud of and then the other thing that i'm proud of is like uh i'm proud of myself and my partner for uh we have uh this little notebook that uh is our joke of the day book and um every day at the end of the day we sit down to like write down something that made us laugh really super hard and um I'm like never been a good person at, at, at keeping routines like that or like keeping a diary or anything of that nature. So like we've been doing this now for like four or five months and it's going great. And I'm really like every time I flip through it, it makes me laugh super hard at, at some of the things in it. So like, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm proud of us for keeping up with that, which has been great. So wait, I want to do that. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so nice. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to copy that. I'm definitely going to do, do that. Please do. Yeah. So funny. Spread the joke of the day movement. It's, it's, uh, it's worth it. Can you read us one? Wow. Read us one that... Sure. Like one of your favorites. Absolutely. If you don't mind. So, uh, a, I need to laugh. Let me see. A couple <laughs> that made me laugh was... Uh, okay, so the other night we went out for dinner with my cousins. And, uh-huh. um, and we went to this French restaurant in, uh, in Fort Greene and... The waiter came over and he was like, "Hello, welcome to the restaurant." And he, like he did this whole spiel and like and uh, as soon as he walked away, my, my my girlfriend leaned in to the whole table and was like, uh, "Okay, guys, do we think he's really French?" And I'm still not sure. Like he was definitely playing it up a lot. You like everything. Like no matter what you said, like you would order like I'm like, "Oh, hey, could I uh, just please uh, get a glass of water?" And he'd be like, "D'accord, d'accord." And I was like, "Whoa, like that's really aggressive, man." And like. And he like came around to tell us about the desserts, and he was like, uh, "We uh, we have a a, a really nice uh, apple tartin tonight." And uh, and my oh cousin my was like, "Oh, like what's an apple tartin?" And he was like, "It is uh, how you say uh, Ternovert." And mm. we were like, "No way!" Like he's like, like maybe he's French, no. but he like definitely was dialing it up to like eleven because he knew that like you want an authentic French experience at your restaurant. I don't know. It was very bizarre, but we were laughing about that really hard. That was a that was a good one, yeah. Um, when you were like, "I'll, oh, I'll have the steak frites," and he was like, "Ooh la la!" Yeah, like, no, like on, literally bro. though, he was like, he was like just a caricature. He was like, "Oh, may we, may we?" Like it was like it was out of this world. It was it was like kind of obnoxious, but also really really funny. That's so funny. I loved it. Yeah. 
<laughs> that That's reminds so funny. me of this. There's this video um, that I saw on TikTok that was so funny, and it was like a sp- it was like a snowboarding event or something. Right. And the snowboarder fell down, and then they showed the English of uh, the what's it called when they the correspondent or the person yeah, that's like yeah. talking over it mm-hmm. and the the english the american guy was like oh and oh my god he goes down and hits his head oh my god or something like that and they showed the french one and it was like ooh la la ooh la la ooh la la <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome and i was like oh my god really <laughs> i love that, that. so f- i'm going to put that in I my say, book yeah, of the day yeah. book yeah i love that i love the whole idea whole concept i would say the well like young would you say like the korean equivalent of dialing it up to 11 is like you're enjoying your meal and then the korean waiter just silently brings your check before you've even received your entree <laughs> to tell you to get the fuck out i've definitely had that experience too yeah, yeah. and you're yeah, like i don't you know even what? know I'm gonna, to... I'm gonna tip extra because yeah. this is an authentic korean experience indeed no you know what the, auth- the authentic korean experience is the korean uh, like ajima working there doesn't let you like cook your meat she's like stop that and she like slaps your yeah. hand <laughs> Just slapping like, it. You have yeah. no yeah. idea what you're doing. Yeah, let me barbecue this for you. You're like, stop that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, oh God, I love that. The joke notebook. I'm Listeners, you heard show. it. You, you all got to do it. Young's onto something great here. <laughs> um, but Young, uh, thanks again for joining us on the podcast. And for our thanks listeners, for where me. can they find you and your work online? Yeah, uh, you can find my writing uh, at GQ.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at, uh, at YoungGo, which is Y-A-N-G-G-O-H. Lovely. And what about you, Young Me? Oh, you can follow me at Mayor or Young Me Mayor on TikTok. How about you, Brian? You guys can find me online at It's Brian Park and follow our podcast at Feeling Asian Podcast. All right, it's time for some Patreon shout outs. Once again, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so at patreon.com slash feeling Asian. Young me, are you tapped into your psychic abilities? I'm so tapped in. I'm ready. Okay, okay first shout out for this episode goes out to Diana Ho. Diana, Diana, Diana. Diana has funky glasses, right? Funky glasses, bangs, Diana, Diana. And loves uh, Princess Diana period pieces. No, because because (laughs) her name, her namesake. Yes, because of her name. I'm I'm stereotyping her based (laughs) on her name. (laughs) All right. Well, Diana, thank you for supporting us. Next shout out goes out to, I might be botching this, Ayan Su. Ayan Ayan Su. Ayan Su. I feel like Ayan Su sounds like somebody that has like a a com a comic book character outfit, like a cartoon outfit. Oh. You know where they wear one thing all the time. It's like there's Ayan Su wearing that Ayan yellow Su. sweater and those pants. You know, like they buy like oh. ten ten pieces of the same outfit and they they just wear it every day. That similar but i was envisioning Lawful. something different i think what? she wears or they wear all black all the time mm. head to toe isei miyaki and they're an architect like we are the strong vibe from this person is that their their uh closet looks very like the same like you know what i mean yeah, yeah the yeah. mark of yeah. a true genius a steve jobs move because be you can't down bother- with decisions yeah. in the morning uh-uh you gotta wear that Just one outfit on what's there and then get to the your important job Ayansu, thank you for supporting the <laughs> podcast next, <laughs> next shout out goes out to matthew yang and then matthew wrote in parentheses korean <gasps> yang, <laughs> yang wow is yang I've yang yang yang. Matthew yang that's like a pretty uh yeah. not rare but like not not very common Korean name. But Matthew is the most, that is the most Korean move. He didn't want to be confused for any other Asian ethnicity. So he specifically made a point of made a point to <laughs> distinguish himself. I am Korean. It'd be really funny if, if he wasn't Korean. He just wrote that in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me just, let me just try this on for size. See how it feels to be Korean yeah, on this but- facet of my internet life. <laughs> I love that. That's the funniest. That's like the funniest thing. It's like instead of pronouns, he writes Korean. Yeah. <laughs> what when are my pronouns? Matthew is, Korean. <laughs> uh, do you know like that southern like in SoCal? There's those types of Asians who are really into street cars. 
Oh like yeah, the, yeah. The souped up yep. neon. Yeah. I think Matthew Young is part of that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Matthew. Uh, next shout out goes out to Linda Jiang. Linda, you. Oh my God, I'm getting mom vibes. Linda is a mom. Oh. Maybe okay, I, I don't know up. what kind Just of mom. A mom. Maybe like a hip twenty-three-year-old mom. Wearing a spaghetti strap dress, or you know, just a, a mom with, with driving a minivan. But a, I f- I'm getting mom. Okay, Linda, thanks for doing mom. being you, and thank you for supporting the podcast. <laughs> and our last shout out for this episode goes to Mickey Kwan. Oh man, Mickey is such a great name. I love that. I, every time yeah. you know, like those names that you love, and like they're kind of like uncommon. So every once in a while, you'll hear it, and you're like, "Damn, that's a fucking good ass name." Mickey. I'm getting cha- chaotic Bushwick. Yeah. Vibes. Yep. Yep. I'm getting the small Bossa beanie. Nova. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Three three a.m. Mickey. Post sounds hot. Puke pizza rally. <laughs> I need to have some casual sex soon. That's like sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mickey is making me feel. Mickey. Oh my god. Make, making me well, want to be. Uh, chaotic like making, again. Ma- making young me want to be, be on the streets. <laughs> I miss the streets. The streets are calling. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, thank you everyone for supporting the podcast. And yeah, if you if you're uh, if you're in the bootleg shirt game, make us a be shirt. Be ready. To make us make a bootleg shirt of our podcast, <laughs> please. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.